Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Live from the place you're not overly ostentatious, Mandalay Bay Convention Center inside Radio Row. It's day number five. We've made it. What a crazy, action-packed week this has been. And we will end it off with a bang, obviously, right here on CBS Sports Radio for the Zach Gelb Show across all of our great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and momentarily will be up on YouTube, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. A lot cooking inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. And we have a loaded, 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 I mean loaded show for you today. Uh, Micah Parsons will be stopping by later in the program. Eli Manning, uh, Adrian Peterson, Bijan Robinson, Arthur Blank, and so much more. Uh, but actually, we're going to start the show today with an interview. And earlier today, I was able to catch up with one of the greatest running backs in NFL history. He has the most rushing yards in NFL history. And that, of course, is Emmett Smith. We will play your conversation with Emmett Smith right out of the gate here on CBS Sports Radio. It is the Zach Gelb Show. All righty, welcome back in. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Now joining me, one of the greatest running backs of all time. And every time he joins us at the Super Bowl, he brings us some tequila. And I still have this tequila in my apartment in New York City, and I'm slowly drinking it because it's so damn delicious. He, of course, is the great Pro Football Hall of Famer in Emmett Smith. Emmett, great to see you again. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you jumping on board uh, with us. Um, let me start you out with the Cowboys. So it was one of those seasons again, great regular season, and then come postseason time, uh, they just can't get the job done. But it didn't happen in the division round, didn't happen in the conference championship game to lose against the Packers, just how do you process it all these weeks later? Well, I process it in, in the context of being extremely disappointed because I did not see a team that I truly believe had the capabilities of not only beating the Packers, but also had the ability to even make it to the NFC Championship game. Um, but our play that particular day was just not even close to the level of expectations, not only for myself, but probably for the guys too. And I don't know why, but our team looked unprepared. And now we've seen this multiple times. Like, you go back against the Niners three years ago, the first time they lost to San Francisco in the playoffs. McCarthy even said it before the start of the game that they weren't, or after the game, they weren't ready to go. Same thing happened a few years later. I know what you've said in the last 24 hours about Mike McCarthy, but uh, that is mystifying to me why they bring him back as the head football coach in what appears to be kind of a lame duck year on the final year of his contract. Well, at the end of the day, it is his job to get his team ready to go. Yeah. 
And if you know that you made a mistake a couple of years ago against the Niners, why wouldn't you put more emphasis on not doing the same thing and changing it and making it work for you this time when, you have, when you're back into the playoffs? I mean, those things right there should not happen. They should not happen. Uh, if you're going to get beat, get beat doing being your best, being at your best, or even giving. It, it didn't even look like we gave the right effort. And so we, we tried things, but it just didn't happen. Everybody knew exactly what was going on on the football field. The Packers came in, and it just made us look bad. It, just made us look it was bad. embarrassing. It was I, definitely th- embarrassing. Th- that's what it is, and I know that you are someone that loves this organization. You want to see this organization do best, but, man, it's been the same old, same old the last few years. Uh, Emmett Smith here with us. Who should be? Like, let's say you were making the hire. You had Belichick available. You had Pete Carroll available. Mike Vrabel was available, too. Who do you think should be coaching this team this upcoming year? I probably would have given Mike Vabor a try. I, I probably would have. Um, younger, younger coach, had had success up in Tennessee. Um, probably have better, better players than what Tennessee may Absolutely. have. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that overall – we would have had a number of the pieces of the puzzle in place for him to come in and lead these young men. I'll take it a step further, right? Dak has one year left on the contract. I know it's an enormous cap hit, but Emmett Smith, do you think they should just let this ride out and then see how this year goes before even potentially entertaining a contract? Yeah, extension? I think so. I think so. I would. Uh, I, if we don't have to move anything right now, we don't have to do a whole lot, I, I would just keep things as they are. I don't think we need to be... Dak is going to be our long-term guy. I think we're committed to him, have been committed to him, and and now we have to see this thing completely through. And it's not necessarily Dak is not capable of it. Uh, oftentimes, coordinators have a chance to make a player look good as well as look bad. And so, but Dak has to take on the responsibility of understanding game situations and not playing to those situations. Um, the prime example I can give, even though if Mike McCarthy comes in and, and wants to throw the ball against Detroit with less than two minutes left in the game or three minutes left in the game three straight times, on the third time, you don't throw it out of bounds. You don't throw it incomplete pass. You keep the ball in play, and you take a knee or get sacked or whatever you got to do, run with it, but you keep the clock moving because the clock is your friend. Do you think this team is mentally tough enough with what they've been through. I think that's that's been the biggest problem. Right? I, think, I think physically we got everything that we can do and with quality from a physical t- standpoint, but mentally I don't think we're there. Because when they lose, it's like you shouldn't really say anything when you lose to continue to add legs to the story and it seems like there's just not an accountability within the organization for the shortcomings that have happened in the postseason. No, no one is stepping up and taking on the responsibility of playing piss poor football. Yeah. Especially at the wrong time. Absolutely. You spend all this offseason training and everything else, going through training camp to get to the place where now you made it to the playoff, where you want to be at, and you lay an egg like that? It doesn't, doesn't register with me. Oh, look at this. Adrian Peterson, Emmett Smith connecting together. We'll see Adrian Peterson later on the show. 
Uh, that was a pretty quick, uh, a pretty cool moment right there. And that's what happens all the time. We were talking to Joe Montana the other day. Drew Brees uh, walks by. So uh, pretty neat stuff here on Radio Row. All righty. Uh, we, we got through all the Cowboys stuff. You know, I don't want to – like it just it's sad hearing you talk about the yeah, Cowboys right now because you're dejected with the team. Yeah. So let's talk about a happy moment then. One of my favorite moments from the NFL season was seeing Jimmy Johnson go into the ring of honor. You and Michael Irvin being yeah. there in person. That was just so awesome to see your guys' natural elation that you had for your football coach. You know, the, the, what you saw was natural, and you said natural. And that's how players should feel about their coach. And when you think about how we feel about Jimmy and what we accomplished with Jimmy, and then you parallel that to today's, I don't see that. It, you, it's tough because the current player now – I think I don't think the my way or the highway coach works anymore in football. So the new coach is kind of you have to be a player's coach, but you can't be a doormat. Right. And that's what I think is the tough separation. Like Dan Campbell, player coach, not a doormat. Mike Vrabel, player coach, not a doormat. And that's why I'm fascinated to see what happens with a guy like Belichick, who is my way or the highway, but he's won six Super Bowls if he does get a job moving forward. Because today's player does not fit with Belichick, and that isn't a Belichick problem. It should be a, a way that we talk about players now. Yeah, I think it's a way that we talk about players. Players are spoiled. Players are selfish and everything else, and they don't want to be told what to do all the yeah. time, and let alone be pushed to work hard because they already coming in thinking that they're great. That's all I can say. I mean, that's, that's what you're dealing with. And, and you know what? I get a chance to talk to a lot of coaches, going back to Jimmy Johnson. It's so neat the respect that all the current coaches have for Jimmy Johnson. He's kind of like turned into the godfather of coaching. That whenever someone gets a job, you need to go down. I think it's the Florida go down to, go, to the Keys and, and go fish with Jimmy Johnson yes. a little bit. Yes. And you kind of have to earn your stripes with Coach yeah. Johnson. I mean, here's the thing with Coach Johnson. I mean, here's the thing with players too. Players have to trust their leadership. Players have to trust the coaches that they're playing for have their best interests at heart. No matter how hard they drive them, they see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Yeah. And you have to believe that. And they have a way of bringing out the best in you if you trust the process. Some players can't even begin to get on the process. They're already coming in, oh, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to be because they've been told that it was great the whole time. But at this level, it's a totally different level. And you need coaches to tell you the truth. You need coaches to help shape that talent into what they believe can be something great. Not every coach is a great coach. There are some coaches out there that shouldn't even be coaching. And they, they study the game, they understand the game, but they cannot motivate a player. And there's situations where coaches lose the trust of the team. And they lose chemistry that way. And that has happened many times. Whether it was Pete Carroll losing some of the chemistry up there in Seattle, or whether it's uh, someone else losing chemistry on the team. I mean, you got to, players have to be able to trust the relationship that they have with their coach. Tell me about what we're doing with the great tequila once again. Same thing. I mean, I mean I've been working with uh, Tequila Hedador for 13 years now, uh, going on 14, and uh, it's still the finest. Uh, distilled te tequila in, in the in the market. It's a winning tequila that doesn't let you down in the big spots. No, the antithesis of the Cowboys these exactly, days. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I can count on my tequila a lot more than I can count on my boys get, uh, 
winning yeah. the big one. So let's say we're sitting around and we're doing a few tequila shots, mm -hmm. and I uh, just so happen to have this poster here, and I say to you, do you ultimately believe in this relationship between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? You think they're one day going to get married? Ah, you know what? I hope so. Yeah, it's a fun because, story. Because it's great to find people, uh, to see people fall in love. Yeah. But here's the problem. Yes. They both are so visible right now. Too many people are in their business. Well, I, and, and they need to start setting boundaries in terms of who they are collectively, yeah. who they are individually, and who they need to who they need to allow into the circle. Too many people are in the circle. Well, here's the problem. So I live in New York City. Taylor Swift lives about like five to eight minutes from my apartment. You walk around the city. Uh, there's people around her house 24/7. Yeah, that you you can't hide if, if you are her, unfortunately. Well, that's that's part of, that's part, part of the of, problem. That's part of the problem. Yeah, uh, not that she wants she not that she's asking for all this attention. Mm -hmm. People are starving, <laughs> starving so much to get a photo to get a photo of somebody <laughs> that's done great things. Yeah, and these folks don't really have true lives. Yeah. The only life is to see somebody like that, mm -hmm. which she's an inspiring woman. She's she's, great. he's an inspiring guy, but they have lives to live, and people can't separate the public life nor the celebrity life. Always love talking to you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. And Thank you. Maybe one of these years your Cowboys will be here. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. There he is, Emmett Smith, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, joining us on Radio Row. Super Bowl 58 on Westwood One is streaming for free. Sponsored by AutoZone on Super Bowl Sunday. Hear every minute of Westwood One's broadcast live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All righty, we are inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. It is a zoo in here. We were just joined by Emmett Smith. Still to come today, Donovan McNabb. Always love our conversations with him. Antonio Gates will have two spots from the Atlanta Falcons, one with B. John Robinson and one with the owner of the ball club in Arthur Blank, Eli Manning. Uh-oh, I'm going to have to talk to Eli being a Patriot fan. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy that. Adrian Peterson on set together will be Brandon Cook's and Stefan Gilmore. So busy, busy, busy day. We will take a break. Make sure you're following along on Instagram and Twitter at Zach Gelb. That's Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. And we got more from Las Vegas as we get closer and closer to the big game on Sunday after these short messages. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All righty, number five, we'll always love you. That's right, we're back inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. This is Zach Gelb Show, Coast to Coast on CBS Sports Radio. One of my all-time favorites, Donovan McNabb, here with us. And now Donovan, he's always been big in the media game, but I sat next to your, your podcast partner, uh, Armando Salguro, for the AFC Championship game. You better be on your toes because Armando's going to go after you each and every week. Listen, I, I, I make sure I put Armando in this place. You know, I know how to get to Armando, throw a few things at him, confuse him a little bit. All you got to do is go into the music, tell him to, tell him to name an artist <laughs> or name somebody outside of Florida. He can't talk about basketball either. He can't talk about basketball either. I know on. he is. I know. I love Armando. <laughs> Armando's done a great job for me uh, on the podcast. We have great chemistry. have a great time. Um, you know, we're closing up our show next week, but it's still, man, it's been fun. We spent a week here together and get a bunch of guests. We have Flavor Flav on the show. Oh, okay. And, and he still lost it. He clock? went, well, he's got the little clock. The big clock is in the Hall of Fame now. Is it's it in the really? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. So, got a chance to ask him about that. It's good to see him. I haven't seen Flavor Flav in over 10 years. So, uh, it's, it's always good seeing familiar faces. Great time. To see Andy Reid doing what he's doing now mm -hmm. with the Kansas City Chiefs. And you have Mahomes, who's won two Super Bowls, right. uh, has a chance to win his third on, on Sunday. I know how close you are with Andy. Right. And you spoke to the team, at right, a yeah. few years ago. Spoke to the team a few years ago. I actually was trying to go yesterday yeah. um, to make my record, hopefully 3-0, and but I didn't get a chance to get over there. Um, I'm going to send him a text tonight or tomorrow. Uh, but it, I'm just happy for him and, yeah. and where, he's, where he started to where he's going. I can't say where he's at because it's not over. Um, the progression, uh, he learned from what we did in Philly. He took what we, we learned from Philly and then obviously added to that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a big key to that. Uh, and, and it's funny when you reflect back on when it started 25 years ago, that's crazy. 
It's wild. That's crazy. And if he could get this one on Sunday, I already think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But 100%. for a while, you know what it was. It was he could get close, 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 but can't get the job done. Now he picks up a third one. I think the we all praise Andy Reid as it is, but right. I think the praise then would go to a different level. That's It's like an immortal kind of feeling then around him. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I think the praise goes to appreciation. Um, it's a good way to we, put it. We've seen – We've seen the Belichick and Brady era. We've seen the Marv Levy and we've seen uh, the Jim Kelly era where the coach-quarterback combination and the success that they had. Now, people look at Marv Levy and Jim Kelly and the first thing they say, well, they lost four Super Bowls. But they don't understand the winning that happened each and every year. Buffalo was on, and I obviously went to school, Syracuse, which is only an hour away from Buffalo. The, The fanfare, the energy, in Buffalo, when it was Sunday, everything was about the Bills. It was Saturday, Syracuse. Food, family, Sunday, football. It, that, that's all it was. 100%. And so you add that in New England, same thing. You Looking at Philly, families, I've had, I've had kids have come to me and said, I grew up watching you play. Yeah. And it was an opportunity where, as a family, everyone was at the house Sunday watching you play, Monday watching you play. And, of course, the kid is probably like 30 now. <laughs> but I'm like. But you know what it also is, too? Forget about the great moments you had on the field. Right. I'm telling you, one of the great endorsement deals of all time was the, the Campbell's Chunky Noodle Soup with you and your mom. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. That, that humanized a professional athlete like you. Right. That this is the same guy who we see him on the field as a warrior, but here he is off the field like a big teddy bear right. loving his mother. Well, it, it, and again, it's, it's mom loving on the kid, too. That, too. And so. But we know that always happens. Well, it, 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 and that's what, that's what happens. And, and the whole thing is, you know, people are talking I've about I've done it. some oh, stupid crap. Mom. My mom goes, I still love you. There him. you go. There you go. After she pops you in the head. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it showed, it also, it showed that we are family men. Like, we're family men. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're our mom and dad's kids, but we're family men. And so that whole Chunky Soup deal, we, we put them on the map because it was a, it was genuine and it was actual mom and son. Like, before us, it was the kid and it was an actress. Uh, and we fought to change that, and my mom got on. And so now we got the Kelseys, um, in which we need to have a competition because, you know, me and my mom versus both Jason and Travis and, and their mom, I think we'll come out on top. Well, here's the thing. It's underrated with Donna Kelsey, Donna McNabb. She talks a lot of smack. I love that. I love, like, how I do love you, that. the smack talk in between your mom and Donna Kelsey – I think would be better than any smack talking you, Travis, and Jason could have. Well, the, the problem with, with Travis and I, and like I said, I've, I've talked to him many times. The problem with Travis and I is we get to laughing too much. <laughs> and then there's Jason. Yeah. And then Jason's he's so throwing sto- the yeah. <laughs> Jason, Gosh, you need to calm down. Like, he's that guy. But, but the thing is, we always, like, as a quarterback, we take care of our, our big guys up front and the fourth center. Yeah. I love guys like that. Like, like Jason, is, he's always smiling. He's having a good time. He likes to walk around with no shoes on on the field. I love that. He's a he, man's he, man. Exactly. Caveman. He's a regular dude. He's a caveman. Cave then there's, man. Me and, there's me and Travis. So it's like, we're just having fun. And so I would love to have, if they did that, uh, obviously it would take some, some uh, contracts and some money in that. But uh, to bring us all together, it would be outstanding. So do you think this is Andy Reid's final game? Because that's no. been floated out there. No, no, it's not. With Andy, he wouldn't hide that pat, that fact, and he wouldn't do it now. Um, he's having so much fun in this run. And when you have a guy like 15 behind center, you have a chance. And so, Every year. And, that, and that's the thing is people need to understand his coaching tree. The coaching tree from Insane. Philly is unbelievable. 
the coaching tree in, in Kansas City, again, sprouting out, head coaches. Doug Peterson's a head coach. You know, Matt Nagy was a head coach. Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach. Uh, Steve Spignolia was a head coach. Dave Tobe, who's the head of special teams, he was with us in Philly. He should be a, up for a head coach. Uh, and so the list goes on of different guys. David Cully, you know, he, he was a head coach. Now we got different guys who played with me uh, and Greg Lewis. Greg Lewis was a receiver coach. Then he was a running back coach last year for the Super Bowl. Now he's in Baltimore. Todd Pinkston's a receiver coach, assistant receiver coach over there in Kansas City. So he's he's opened the door and paved the way for everyone, and he's bringing in more guys to give them that chance to gain that experience to hopefully get a shot. You now hear the way people talk about Jalen Hurts as Donovan McNabb is here with us. Totally different than what it was last year. And right. you know when a team collapses like that. Quarterback is the first one they, they focus on. Not only that, but things come out about his leadership skills oh and his gosh. personality. How much of what you've been hearing in the last month, two months about Jalen Hurts is real, and how much do you just say it's bull crap? Uh, 100% of it is bull crap. Because this, this is the thing that bothers me. And from being in the position, it's never enough, and it's always more you can do. So as a quarterback, we're trying to do everything we can to, one, cater to different personalities we have, be well-prepared, execute the plays, do it the right way, put the ball in the end zone, not turn the ball over. Everything that we're trying to lead by being the first one there, the last one lead to leave, uh, you know, the list goes on. And so when they were winning, he was the greatest leader out there. He's an example setter. We love his cliches. We love when he speaks to the media. He's so upfront. He's a grown man. He prepares well. Look how effective he is. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. All of a sudden, they go 10 and 1. He's an MVP candidate. No one's talking about anything. They start to falter. And this was happening to me by week seven, week eight. It was starting to fall apart. And I've seen it and I called it out a couple of times. They stopped running the football, they started featuring different guys. Uh, defense was awful. They couldn't tackle, wasn't covering well. And they just weren't the same team. And everyone's expectation was so high from what they've seen at the Super Bowl run. Well, it's hard to get back there consistently and do it each and every year. But the first person they looked at was Jalen. Oh, do you think that he can be more a rah-rah guy? You know, he doesn't smile much. Maybe hang out with the guy. No, that's not him. That's not what you saw since he's gotten there. So why would he change? And then it's like, you know, well, he's not, he's not the same guy out on the field. He was banged up a little bit. And he's trying to grow his game. Like, let's everybody just relax. Because the same question can go to Josh Allen. The same question can go to Joe Burrow. The same question can go to Lamar. It can go to everybody. It, it can go to Patrick Mahomes this year. We can say, well, Patrick, didn't, Patrick had like 15 interceptions this year. Well, he's not throwing anybody. That's happened to a lot of quarterbacks. Like, you know what I'm saying? But where is Patrick now? Patrick's here in the Super Bowl. And so... I think for everyone that points the finger at Jalen at this point, it's just trying to find an answer. And the first person they can say, oh, it's Jalen. And then they think they're good. Well, the, the first finger I point is at Nick Sirianni. Well, I don't the, the first. I don't think he should be the coach anymore. I believe he should. Okay. I believe he should. But I'm going to tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to tell you why because he's another guy. Since he's got in the building, things have changed. The culture has changed. The attitude has changed. The approach has changed. They were winning. The one that I pointed the finger at who should be on the, not be on a hot seat, but is the one that's under fire I know who you're gonna is say. Howie Roseman. I knew you were going to say that, yeah. It, it, he brought this, this talent in, and then they paid this talent that they had, and they kept guys a little bit too long. But, he, but here's the problem I have with that. 
going into this year, everyone said, oh, I love this roster with the Eagles. I love this team with the Eagles. And they as, should as, be a Super Bowl as team. As they said that. Isn't who, that a good job by the GM then? As, the, as they said that. Who was the one bouncing around like, yeah, that's me, yeah, <laughs> GM of the year. That, that's what I'm saying. So if you're you're willing to stand in front of the camera and smile and yeah. gloat, you got to be willing to stand in front of the camera and say, you know, I got to do a better job because we haven't hit strong on a lot of our draft picks you, on a consistent basis. You know why selfishly I wanted Sirianni fire? So why? Spike Eskin is my boss. His father is Howard Eskin. Howard. I know Spike. Yeah, Howard. And I know Howard. Howard hates Bill Belichick. Like, hates Bill Belichick like anyone ever before. I would have loved to have seen Bill uh, coaching the Eagles and then having Howard suck up and kiss ass of uh, Bill Belichick. That's what I wanted to see. How, Howard would have done that. <laughs> Howard would have done that. And I'm sure Jeffrey probably looked and entertained that a little bit. But it was right to keep, no, Nick. But the thing that kind of threw me off is why you fire all your, head, all your coordinators and coaches? Like, that made no sense. To so me. that's why I don't think he should be brought back because because here's why. It was it had to be an ultimatum. It either had to be like because they did that to Doug. They yeah, did well, that to Doug Peterson. But here's the difference. Doug won a Super Bowl. Doug Doug had the leg to stand on where he should say, but stop treating was, me like I'm a puppet. I get to pick my coordinators. But that was funny you said that because before then they were trying to fire Doug. Very after the first year they they were like I don't know if Doug's the guy. He's it, not vocal enough. Remember I think it was. Who was the uh, defensive coordinator that was coaching or defensive line coach that was there? Oh, Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. They wanted him to be the head coach. Mm -hmm. He's got the he's got the pulse of the team. Like five weeks into the season, the exactly. Yeah. They were trying to fire Doug. That and that was what was going. They were all talking, and so they allowed Doug to stay. Doug wins the Super Bowl. Now everyone loves Doug, and as soon as things start to fall apart. Doug's the first one to go. But that, see, the organization, and I love Doug Peterson as a coach. I know they had a disappointing year this season, but. For Doug Peterson, when he was brought in, he was viewed as kind of a puppet. And now I kind of think Nick is viewed as a puppet where it's Jeffrey and Howie pulling the strings, and he's he's the coach. And they said that, like, what do you do? You're not calling the plays. Your defensive coordinator situation was a disaster this year, and he lost control of the locker room. Who brought who brought Patricia in? It's a good question. I, I don't know the answer to that. You think that was Howie? Yeah. <laughs> Donovan who, who, just looked at me. He's like, what are you, stupid? Well, the, the thing is, <laughs> the think about it. Did you even know Patricia was on the staff? Oh, I knew he was on the staff. When did they bring him in? They brought him in the off, in the, in the off right. season. Right. So you got to decide. He's like an analyst role or something he, like that. And then he becomes a defensive coordinator quickly in. Right. But but also then, shouldn't there have been a problem on Desai getting the job at no. first? No. Desai actually it should have been learned the guy that was, under. It should have been uh, Denard Wilson. That's what it should have been. I think Desai learned under Vic Fangio. Am I correct? I think you may be right on that. Yeah. yeah. And so who's now the D coordinator? Oh, yeah. Vic Fangio. See? And so Desai took the hit. They well, we all know that was Gannon's fault because if Gannon was just more truthful what was going on with the Cardinals, Fangio wouldn't have been in Miami. He would have been in Philly last year. Well, and all this is avoided. Well, I don't know about that. But, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one because people aren't patient enough. Like, you lose both coordinators and become head coaches. Yeah. And then you fill the role with the guys. Like, I don't think Johnson was that bad of a coordinator to, to fire him in one year. Decide. I, I think just you have to look at the talent that he has out okay. there. So is it the scheme or is it the players? And so it's the, pretty much the same scheme that we've seen with, with the last defensive coordinator. Am I correct? Yeah, you're not wrong. And so now you look at they've lost a lot of guys, lost safeties. Both of their safeties are gone, lost a linebacker. Now they got the same guys at D-tackle, which Davis is now healthy enough, Jordan Davis. And then you go and get – Get their first first round quarter first round defensive tackle very good. He he should have been up for rookie of the year. But I just I look at it in the sense of 
they're not getting the production up front. Because remember, what did, how many sacks did they have last year? Oh, they, 70. Led, the, they led the league. It was like 70. Yeah. They were toward the bottom of the, of the. And then also at the end of the year, they were dropping Hassan Reddick into coverage. Didn't make sense. And I am a huge, huge, huge Hassan Reddick fan. He was a college classmate of mine at Temple. So didn't make sense. Anyway, I could talk to you all day. Yeah. Congratulations. The show with you and Armando Appreciate has been it. fantastic this year. Appreciate it. Great. The five spot. Check us out on our kick. Yes, YouTube, Spotify. Boom. <laughs> there we go. He still knows how to cut the promo you know after it. all these years. Donovan McNabb, thanks so much. Antonio Gates coming up next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All righty, welcome back in. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. And, of course, now it's time for Ask the Pros. Question of the day, it's time to Ask the Pros, where you, the listener, gets asked us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Be listening later in the show, and we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now joining us live on set in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. He's one of the greatest tight ends in the history of the NFL, and that, of course, is Antonio Gates, Chargers legend, NFL legend, and Antonio Gates joins us right now. Antonio, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing fantastic. So uh, there's no good way to go about this, right? This is like the, the awkward moment whenever uh, people sit down and interview you today. Full disclosure, when we scheduled you last week, I said, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. He's going to get the announcement on Thursday. He's going to be a Hall of Famer on Friday. It's going to be great. I, I was shocked, shocked last night. I-, I couldn't believe it. It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, you uh, would make both of us. But I think reality is that, you know, you try to um, learn from this situation, right? You, you know, to me, I've always felt like timing was everything. And in due time, things will happen the way they're supposed to happen. Uh, Unfortunately, the, the disheartening part about all of it was just, uh, to me, the pain of not being able to go in and getting that call. But more importantly, like the people who went through this journey with me, the family, the friends, uh, just me feeling like I let them down. And I think that's the pain part because I know they wanted it bad. I know they know I put in the work. 
from a sacrificial standpoint. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you win, you win, and you have you succeed in certain things and certain things you don't. But every single day you get up and you move forward, whether or not you do it, you succeed or not. And I think that's the, the main approach that you need to take in this type of circumstance. And I remember, and I know Dwight Freeney well, so yeah. congratulations to, to Dwight, to obviously. Freeney, yeah. I actually got a text from him. That's my guy, too. But, yeah. but I, I said the same thing to Dwight last year. I, I was like, I, I couldn't believe he, he didn't get in. And I then it happens it the, the next year. <laughs> and and it's, it's a weird process. I said, Dwight Freeney didn't get in? I know, right. And, it was crazy. I said the same thing. Yeah. And, and for someone like you, everyone, you say, there's some people that get called legendary, and it's like, all right, they're not really a legend. You are actually, with your story and what you did on a football field, you're a legend. So we all know it's inevitable. We all know it's going to happen. But it's just a weird spot because you retired five years ago. There's nothing you could do to yeah. continue on the stats and, and add on to that, nor should right. you need to. So yeah, yeah, it puts right. you in just like a, an awkward position. It does, man. I, you know, like I said, man, it's one of those things that's just you control what you can control. And I think that's you doing what you know and uh, – Every single day, you being who you are. At the end of the day, I don't know if one moment can define a person. Uh, you know, I don't believe that, and I don't know if someone else's perspective can define a person. I think my journey is special in its own right, just like the guys who went in. Their journey is special in its own right, and uh, like I said, man, in due time, you know, things probably would happen. Uh, just have to be patient, and, and timing is everything. And everyone's going to try to be like a genius today, Antonio Gates, and tell you why you didn't get in and try to come up with these theories. Yeah. The only theory I have, and it once again goes to the process, yeah. is that you know whoever was presenting you, right, it's the Chargers, so it's not one of these big, flashy teams. Like, if you let's be real. You played for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. You played for the yeah. Packers, like one of these iconic, legendary brands. Mm -hmm. You would have been in yeah. no yeah. questions asked so mm -hmm. i just wonder if it's more of the the process that kind of gets exposed into this because i yeah maybe i'm wrong on this like when to didn't get in i thought it was bull crap i think that the writers were just sticking it to him because hey, maybe they thought he wasn't the greatest teammate or he didn't talk to them uh -huh. i don't think anyone's really ever had a, a difficult uh <laughs> post-game experience with you in the locker room am i wrong on no, that no you're not uh i know i, I think so I, that's what's it's, it's, you know it's always hard to wrap your head around things when you don't understand them i think you know believing in what's right and what's going to happen is more importantly you don't lose belief uh you don't lose faith you know what mm -hmm. i mean i think it's just it becomes timing and yeah. it's uh, unfortunately uh, next year, it'll be another great group of guys coming in. That's a very elite group. To be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame is a very exclusive elite group. Um, just hopefully I've done enough to be mentioned in that in that realm of people. All right, I'll ask you one more Hall of Fame question, then I'll stop bugging you yeah. um, about this stuff as Antonio Gates is here with us. Did you genuinely, like, because the last few years, they used to write, have David Baker knock on your door. All righty, you're, you're in the Hall of Fame like the, the, the night before uh, everything goes down or, or actually a few hours before everything goes down. The last few years, I've seen that they've had players like come to people's houses. Did you genuinely find out last night that you weren't getting into the Hall of Fame or is this something you knew the last few days? Uh, well, you know, they, they'll tell you before actual the day, you know, because I think, um, you know, I guess, I don't know, guys was used to get mad that they would come with their families and everything mm -hmm. and uh, give them the option to still come, you know, if they didn't make it. I think some guys don't know they're going in, so those are the guys that they probably don't call 
you know, that yeah. makes sense. So I, I don't know what the formula. I don't know really what the formula is. I got the news prior to yesterday, though. Okay. So I knew, and uh, I think uh, the shocking part for me was, I mean, you know, I've been through a lot in, in terms of like just the sports in general because I was a basketball player. But I think what was surprising, I was telling somebody this earlier, I couldn't believe how hurt I was. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, because you know. It, it's one thing to not get, you know, not win a Super Bowl or whatever. Or you get to the, I don't know what it was that made it so painful. You know, like, because it's just a stepping stone, right? I'm closer than what I was before. That's all I see. All I'm saying is your focus and your destination is to get to a certain place, right? So, uh, you know, I don't know why it was such a very, very disturbing pain, sharp, disturbing pain, because I just felt like, damn, this is... I, you know, I actually had went and laid down, and I'm like emotional. I'm like, this is crazy. Why am I so hurt? Then I thought about it. I said, you know, because I put in so much work. I put in so because my degree of difficulty, unlike any other player that ever played the game, it's just what it, it's what it is. It's not me saying it in no egotistic way. It's what it, I had to come from a free agent to be a starter as a rookie. Starting in the NFL as a rookie is already hard. But I guess being a basketball free agent is even harder. You know what I'm saying? To start. I, I was a starter as a rookie. I went to the Pro Bowl as a second year. So for me not to be a basketball player, let alone if I was a, just a free agent or just a regular college kid, if a guy, what C.J. Stroud is doing and what they won rookie of the year offense, that's what I was doing. You deserved it. But they was number one and number yeah. – they were both first-rounders, right? So – Next year, he got to go to the Pro Bowl. Well, he did go to the Pro Bowl, but next year, you understand what I'm saying? I was doing that as a free agent, but still with no bass, no football. So that meant I had to do something so, like, eye-warming to the coaches that it forced them to say, you know what, he's a basketball player, start him. That, you, do you understand what you got to do to become a starter, let alone – as a free agent to become, but what if you didn't even play? You well, know, that'd be like you just getting up and going to play for the Lakers. And then you'd be like, man, guess what? He's starting. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what let's you be have real. to if, overcome? If I was playing for the <laughs> right, Lakers, right. it's because I could throw some elbows <laughs> and yeah, box right. out. That's but, about but it. Saying, it would be like that kind of concept. It's like, so I understand sports to the core because I was a basketball player. Yeah. Um, I, I just that part is what probably the, the the thing I'm like, damn, what did I do wrong? Nothing. Because I just I felt like my range was such a difficult thing to do, and I'm not like I said, I'm not saying it because I'm just saying for me as a person, I just know how hard it is to play in the National Football League. I know how hard it is to make a team, let alone I know how hard it is to start. Then I know how hard it is to be a franchise guy because I had to go to those layers, and then staying at that level right so now you're talking a guy that's done all that and tried to do it and it could, that means you you take time from your family you lose friendships along the way you you know what I'm saying? You, you're not with your wife and kids you you're, you're spending so much time into perfecting something i remember preparing to the point where i wasn't worried about playing i was worried about playing well understand what i'm saying so i prepared to play well because those guys, those guys were dependent on me, and I'm, you know, and I just never wanted to let them down. I felt like, damn, I, I didn't do it, bro. I didn't go in. I let y'all down. You know what I mean? So despite of all that sacrificing and hours of when guys would leave and I stayed, that's those are what that meant to me. Those are what Hall of Fame guys mean to me. Like superstars are just guys who play at a high level. 
to me, when you become a Hall of Famer, you've done it for so long. You prepared at a level. It comes with a stigma of you, you don't have as much time to spend with your family, kids. And I think, I, you know, I know I did that. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I've seen myself look back on it like, man, all them days of just being there and practicing and training and training and training, I still feel short. How could that be possible? As a human, I want to know what I did wrong. And, and you know what the unfortunate part is? This Hall of Fame class, it's nothing about the guys that, that are going in. It's going to be remembered as, wow, Antonio Gates didn't get in. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just the way I, I've covered this stuff long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's more people last night on social media I saw were saying, can't believe Antonio Gates didn't get in compared to, oh, congratulations to this guy. Congratulations yeah, yeah. to that guy. Congratulations yeah. to that guy. So, uh, you know what? You're going to get in. Yeah. You know, I, it's slam dunk, no pun intended, yeah, uh, yeah. that you will be a Hall of Famer, and I'm just shocked that we're sitting here today. Uh, let me ask about the current group of the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh, yes. uh, you got to be excited, right? It seems like that's I a big-time move that puts the Chargers on the map in L.A. Yeah, I, he, he's, uh, he's a proven commodity. I mean, what's not to like about that that choice? Uh, you know, he's a proven, he's proven it in the pro, in the pro level, too. So he's, I've watched him turn that San Francisco 49ers team around. Uh, he has a, a history of being able to, you know, transform quarterbacks and making them play at the max of their potential. Uh, I watched him take a Michigan team and win a national championship when I know Alabama team was a better team physically and talent-wise. So, you know, so that means he understands how to get the max out of his players. And I think that's what it comes down to in the pro level is how can you find a way to get your guys to buy in. And now you take a, a winning, a proven winning coach who has, who has a, the, the respect that he has and, the, you know, obviously the accolades that he has, I'm sure those guys will buy in. Not to say that the coach who we had before, he couldn't do that. But I guess when you start losing games, it, you can lose those type of things. And I think now we are, we are, I'm excited. The fans are excited. The city excited. You hear the, the vibe that's around surrounding Los Angeles. So we all excited about Jim and what he's able to do with a guy like Justin and Keenan. And hopefully we bring Austin back. If not, whatever we do, uh, we have weapons to be here next year. We're in New Orleans. And, and, and you know what? Your teams when you played, I, I know Sean Merriman well. He comes on in New York City all the time. He was trying to tell me the other day that the Euro team in 07 was better than the 07 Patriots. I said in 2006 maybe? It was the 14-2 and two year I had. You had, you, you, yeah. had a, you had a great point. That team was better than the Patriots yeah. got lucky. Not in uh, 07. But the the, the guys that you had, Merriman, LT, you, and those powder blue uniforms, man. Like, I, I'm, I grew yeah. up as a kid on Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Every single kid had an yeah. LT jersey, had an Antonio Gates jersey, and because that powder blue well, was, was just so unique. Well, yeah. hey, we, we got to wrap uh, because I, I, we'd have a hard out at the top of the hour, and I already start to hear the music. It's like the Grammys. They're going to start fading the music up, and they're going to try to get us off the set. I, I wish you nothing but the best. And I know that this was tough, but next year we're having a party in New oh, Orleans. Right, Vegas, it's a good time to have yeah, a party. Yeah. I'd rather get some gumbo, though, uh, in New Orleans, and we'll get you in the Hall of Fame next year. He's Antonio Gates. This is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Bijan Robinson going to join us coming up in the next hour. We'll come on back live from Las Vegas. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.